The date is Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. This is the MDM Podcast. Joe Morales flying solo today. Trevor probably uh, fell asleep. I don't blame him. But here today to break down the Nets' first preseason game. Nets beat the Lakers 123-97. And before I start, let me just say, for LaMarcus Aldridge to be back on the court with everything that he's dealt with off the court, pretty remarkable that he's back. It really is. And as for the Nets, I saw some great things. Paul Millsap looked great. I mean, he was one of the highest scorers in the game. He was terrific. Nick Claxton off the bench. I mean, I'm looking forward to this year because, of course, we'll get to the Kyrie stuff in a second. But with Nick Claxton coming off the bench, he's a big man that can play in the paint. I, this is obviously the Nets' year, and 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 we and we said it last year. Brooklyn Nets go to the NBA Finals this year. Okay, I'm kidding. Okay, I'm not breaking down a Nets preseason game. I'm sort of at a loss for words on how the New York Yankees season comes to an end in a one-game playoff game at, at Fenway Park, and for three days. All we heard were comparisons to Bucky Dent and Aaron Boone in 2003. Go one year later, go to 2004. What happened in 2004? The Yankees blow a 3-0 lead. They don't butt on chilling in Game 6. They get blown out in Game 7. And since that Game 5 in 2004, the Yankees have been utterly destroyed in every facet of the game every time they play the Boston Red Sox. And it's gotten to a low point where every time they play him, it's an automatic loss. Everything goes wrong. And there's a lot to get into with this game, but... I mean, from the start, Garrett Cole can barely get out of the second inning. And this is now five starts in a row. I don't want to hear about his health. You know what? If Garrett Cole's not healthy enough to go a winner-take-all playoff game, how do you sit yourself out then? All right? Complain about your hamstring getting $324 million. If you can't pitch in a big game like this, don't play. Because from the start, Garrett Cole's causing the team the game. And get excited. Seven more years of this guy, too. Get excited. No spider tax. Spin rate's out of control. And again, the bullpen having to attempt to bail this guy out. Clay Holmes, out of the bull, first guy out of the bullpen, was the only guy that played out of the 15 guys or so that stepped on the field for the Yankees. Clay Holmes was probably the only guy that actually wanted to play in this game. Actually gave you two and a third's great innings. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just embarrassed right now. Embarrassed. For two days, this game was hyped up as if it was going to be some classic game that would go down to the wire. And the New York Yankees go up to Fenway Park and give you a, uh, give you an effort as pathetic and as putrid as they did tonight. And Vasquezer and A-Rod, who I love, wouldn't shut up tonight. They let you know. Spots 3-9 and nine in the batting order combined for one hit. And the hit was Gio Urshela also playing hurt. That little dribbler up the third baseline, he had a hobble over to first base, was the only hit 
from a player from the four spot down to the nine spot. We are talking seven guys in the lineup getting one hit through nine innings. And A-Rod, the Yankee apologist, will tell you that it's LeMahieu in the spot. There's a huge hole in the lineup. LeMahieu in 260 this year. Creates a huge hole in the lineup. Embarrassing. And I feel bad for Stanton because for years I've continued to rip Stanton and everything he does. Giancarlo Stanton was a few inches away from having a three-homer game in a winner-take-all playoff game. And he didn't make out. They were all hits. I understand he didn't hustle on the first one. But that's a takeaway from Giancarlo Stanton's game. Was that he didn't hustle on a ball that should have been had at the ballpark. That's the biggest takeaway. That's how sad this game was. And the one time he connects, it's the ninth inning, the game's already over. But you look at some of the mistakes they made. Number one, the starting pitcher can't get their two innings. Number two, our idiotic third base coach, Phil Nevin. We'll get on the coaching staff in a second. Should not be allowed to leave the ballpark with the Yankees. Should be let go in the dugout. Let him walk home tonight. Go visit your, your nephew who plays in Baltimore. Also happens to suck. Maybe he'll coach third base next year too. Because he doesn't have a major league career in front of him. Walk home tonight. You don't get on the bus with them. Waving Aaron Judge in in a two-run game. When the offense has shown you nothing. And all they would need, which they had plenty of, was a fly ball to get the run. He's willing to risk an out with Aaron Judge, who is not the fastest guy. I know he beat out the infield, infield single on the slow chopper. In what world is it okay to risk sending the runner in a 3-1 game? That run means nothing. And then the next day, I don't even know who the Red Sox their base coaches, toying around with you and sending in Kike Hernandez on the, or excuse me, sending in Bogarts on that Verdugo double in the right field corner. And he actually gets in there safely. That's how you actually run the bases. So Yankees take a, Yankees should learn a thing or two from them. These are mistakes that bad teams make. Teams make these mistakes that don't go to the playoffs. I expect this type of behavior out of the New York Mets, out of the Colorado Rockies, out of the Texas Rangers, not the New York Yankees, who are projected 105 wins this year. We're supposed to win the division. And since the Aaron Boone ever began in 2018, only one division title in four years. Only one ALCS. No World Series appearances. No World Series championships. And this is now 12 years out from the last championship. I love Brian Cashman. I've been defending him all year. Him, Boone, coaching staff, gone. 
This is a failure that's dated back to 2017 with this core. Brian Cashman's inability to properly build a baseball roster. Some guys in this lineup, Joey Gallo hitting cleanup. Joey Gallo is the worst baseball player in the major leagues right now. Brett Gardner starting 100 games in center field this year. Granted, due to injuries. If Aaron Hicks was healthy, Brett Gardner would find his way into the lineup. Gary Sanchez, another putrid year. I know he should have started the game, yes. Another wasted year with the catcher position. Gary Sanchez is one of the worst catchers in the league. And I can say that because he's not returning next year. Gary Sanchez is gone. And I do think this is true. I do think we're going to see major changes with this team. Now, it starts, we're going to do a whole offseason preview. We'll get to that when Trevor's actually here. But that starts with trying to get back Anthony Rizzo. I have no idea why Anthony Rizzo would want to come back and play with these losers. No idea. Anthony Rizzo is a great player. He can make a ton of money on a, on a, on a good baseball team. He does not want to spend another four or five years with Joey Gallo, Brett Gardner, and Gary Sanchez. He doesn't want to do it. And Rudnett Odor. He doesn't want to do it. And I don't blame him. I'd, I'd get the first fly out of here if I was him. This team sucks. And they're not getting any better under Aaron Boone. And they're not getting any better under a Brian Cashman-built baseball roster. It's not happening. Change is necessary for this team. Six years out from the beginning. 2017 was the beginning of the baby bomber era with this core. Two ALCS appearances. One division title, zero world championships. How is that fair? How is that fair to the fan base? Put six years into this core. No championships. One division title. One crappy manager. And I know Boone hasn't been given the best bullpen this year. I understand that. Look across the dugout tonight. Has Alex Cora been given a good bullpen? Absolutely not. That bullpen is five times worse than the New York Yankees. You know where Alex Cora is going right now? He's going to the ALDS. Alex Cora took a last place team and sent him to the ALDS. You know why Alex Cora is a good manager? That's why. It just so happens the one year Alex Cora is out of baseball, Red Sox finished in last place under Ron Renicky. Cora comes back, they're in the ALDS. Coincidence? No. Alex Cora is a terrific manager, terrific baseball man. As much as I can't stand looking at him, terrific baseball man. Any team's lucky to have him. The Yankees need to find their guy. Whether it's old school, whether it's new school, someone needs to come in here and understand and needs to understand how to win. Because we're gonna go on the sixth or seventh year with this core. We cannot be going with another rookie manager. And you can say one of the biggest mistakes this franchise man was fired in Girardi. The years in Philadelphia have not been pretty. But Girardi took that team that was not supposed to do anything to the ALCS in 2017. And he was too hard on the players, so they canned him. It was probably a mistake, 
Well, who knows? Maybe the Yankees turn out like the Phillies are right now. I don't know. Not a fortune teller. But looking back, that is one of the biggest mistakes this organization's made. Was letting that guy go. I said it before. I'll say it again. Letting, letting Joe Torre go was also bad. The guy never missed the playoffs. But letting Joe Girardi go when he took a team that wasn't supposed to do anything to Game 7 of the ALCS, that was a huge mistake. And replaced him with Boone, who had two very good years. Last two years are years to forget. It is time for change. It is time to change the general manager after 24 years. I think it's time to change the general manager. For as long as I've been alive, and even before that, get Brian Cashman as the general manager. I've had one general manager in my lifetime. It's time for him to go. I've had three managers in my lifetime. It's time for a fourth one. You cannot put the same product out on the field next year that has failed for four or five years. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over again, expecting different results. You can quite literally call the New York Yankees insane. I would. That's how bad this has gotten. 12 years out of a championship. We're going to go... Where, what are we? In 2020? We're going to go into 2022. Still looking for that championship with the score. If the core is still here. I don't want to get into that. Are we seeing major changes like that? Aaron Judge has one year left on his contract. Is Aaron Judge gone after the next year? Especially if they don't win a championship. Lots of questions for this team this offseason. And the Mets were very quick with him. The Mets fired Rojas like that. The next day of season over, he was fired. I don't know if the Yankees are that quick. They should be. Keep Boom with Phil Nevin. Let them walk home tonight. Same thing with Cash Rate. If he's at Fenway, let him walk home. If not, cancel his car service. Major change is necessary. And if I was the owner of the New York Yankees, if I'm if I'm Hal Steinbrenner, or if I'm Hal Steinbrenner's, fa- Hal Steinbrenner's family, it is time to move on from Brian Cashman, and it is time to move on from Aaron Boone. Continuously putting out the same product, product and not getting any different results. That's the defi- definition of insanity, folks. That right there. So I guess congratulations to the Red Sox. We're going on to face the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't think they're beating the Rays. I don't think the Yankees are going to beat the Rays either. I mean, look look how they played last weekend with the Rays even not even trying. Took two or three. I mean, the Yankees weren't beating the Rays. Let's, 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 let's call it like it is. I don't think the Red Sox are going to beat them, but who am I to predict baseball games? Who am I? And I called it. Nathan Avaldi was shut down the New York Yankees, and he did. It's one of those guys. Well, the Red Sox could have thrown anyone. They could have thrown Erod. They could have thrown Pavetta. They were going to shut down the Yankees in the way. The Yankees are a sad, pathetic baseball team with no pulse. That's nothing. The manager cannot get through. And when the manager talks, it's it's deaf ears. They don't listen. There's nothing he could have done. But the Red Sox could have thrown any pitcher out there and they would have shut down the Yankees like they did tonight. That's why change is necessary. So there's going to be a lot of questions this offseason. Me and Trevor will have you covered for a lot of it. And lucky Trevor went off the bed tonight. I wish I was him tonight. Wish I didn't have to watch the garbage. Sad day for Yankee fans. Sad hour. 
Lots to come this offseason. I open with the Brooklyn Nets because, I mean, that, I'm never going to get a championship. The Yankees are like this. The Gi- I don't know what's going on with the Giants. The Rangers are going to suck this year. They made every bad moves offseason. The Nets can't get out of their own way with Kyrie Irving, and everyone's going to get hurt probably. I'm never going to get a championship. That, that's, that's all there is to it. I'm never getting a championship. But Brooklyn Nets season is upon us. I don't know when the exact day is. I think we're coming up on two weeks to Brooklyn Nets basketball. That is my excitement until opening day. So until then, well, football, hockey starts on uh, eight days from today on Wednesday. We're coming up on midnight, so it's going to be seven days very soon. Me and Trevor will be back on Thursday or tomorrow when this show goes out. Until then, I'm Joe Morales. You can get me on Twitter at Joe Morales underscore. This has sadly been the MDM Podcast.